You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, this is Mike. This is Kevin. And we're back to annoy you again. We're good at that. <laughs> On this episode of As the Wheel Turns, as the beads spin, as the beads spin, we're going to be discussing balance and taking your questions and comments. Uh, I've got a little thing we're going to read. If you have a question or a comment, please push one on your dial. That'll put you up on the queue so we know you have a question or comment. Be careful. If you push it twice, you erase yourself, and then we won't know where you are. I uh, had a great time this last week down at the CMC with Kevin Rutherford and his people. I and missed it. He always misses it. I've been there once. Oh, have you been there once? I've been there once. Awesome. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have to arrange to have you go and talk, and I'll stay home. <laughs> Someday. Someday. All right. I did hear this week at the end of it, uh, apparently very successful, everybody had a good time, is that next year they want to make it bigger, and uh, instead of 250 people, they're going to have room for, I guess, 500 is the goal, and they're moving it to Council Bluffs to the Harris Casino and Mid-American Center. So, a little different location. Hopefully, more parking. Uh, I don't know if there's, I, I, I don't know, I suppose during the next little while if I go that way I'll have to drive by and look at it myself yeah. uh, of course I'm no expert at parking trucks I don't even have a driver's license oh wait a minute I've got a car license oh <laughs> uh, well okay let's uh, let's start with reading this thing about balance the concept of balance is to equalize the distribution of weight around the circumference of the tire this is important to overall tire life and a reduction of vibrations in the vehicle Early in my career, I was told that a 10-ounce out of balance at 60 miles per hour on a 24.5 tire translates to 100 pounds of force each time the heavy spot hits the road. An engineer can probably prove those numbers are incorrect, but the general idea is valid for our purposes. Heavy spots pounding on the tire 500 times a mile will beat the tire to death. In addition to the damage to the tire, the vibrations created by this pounding deteriorate the components in the vehicles, including lights, gauges, mirrors, hinges, seams, batteries, not to mention what it does to the driver. Of course, we don't care what it does to the driver because he doesn't own the truck. Oh, wait a minute. We're talking to owner-operators. Yeah, we got to be good about this. What? They care. They care. They do. I categorize balance systems into two camps, fixed located weights and dynamic balance media. In the fixed located weight camp, you determine where and how much the tire is out of balance and then secure a countering weight to the rim. This measuring process can use bubble levels, wheel, pre-wheeling spindles, computerized spin machines, or strobe lights. Some will balance on the truck and include the rim, the tires, the drum, and the hub. While most will just balance the tires and the rims off the truck. Personally, I prefer to balance everything that is spinning because you never know where the extra weight is located. One problem with a fixed located weight system is that only right the day you did it. Tires do not wear uniformly around their circumference, and as time goes by and miles go by, the proper location of that weight and amount of weight can change. So you need to periodically rebalance the assembly. As a point in this, remember that deep treaded tire worn down to a worn out tire reduces 30 pounds of weight from the tire. And it doesn't do it uniformly. It doesn't do it uniformly. So you can wind up 10, 12, 15 ounces out of balance pretty easily. My second concern is the need to calibrate balancing machinery. Many uh, shops assume that since they're giving them numbers, the numbers must be correct. With a dynamic system, you either mount a ring to the hub with balance media in it, or you pallet place some type of media inside the tire. The physics statement for this process is that a free-floating mass in a spinning assembly will seek equilibrium. 
In other words, it self-balances. The type of media can affect the net results, and many different providers of products are out there for this purpose. As an overall concept, I prefer uh, this system since it rebalances the assembly each time you accelerate from a stop. Preferences aside, in tests we've conducted with other tire wear factors being handled, balance improves the life of the tire and trucks and buses between 10 and 20% compared to no balance. Just remember, balance by itself will not stop all cupping. There are other factors at play in the tire that need to be considered as well. Did that make any sense, or did I stumble over too much? You stumbled a lot. I did stumble. That actually wrote what he was writing. Let's see. It was Mother's Day, and I'm I'm kind of half potted. (laughs) (laughs) That's your your excuse. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking with it. All right. Uh, I hope somebody out there can hear us, because so far we have absolutely no one that has questions. We have a lot of people listening, but there's no questions and no comments. Did we ever test this thing to see if we're getting a signal out? Um. what do you mean? There's a thing you pulled yeah. up on the screen. It tells yeah. you. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, it works. So we know there's out there. We know we know that the signal is going. But they don't want to talk to us. There's yeah. There's, well, there's a few. That means well, we have to talk to each other. Do you think they want to listen to us or listen to themselves? They may. You know, there's been some people. I think. Yeah. Have wanted to hear themselves. Themselves. Okay. Or at least one of us to shut up. Oh well, shutting us up is a good <laughs> idea anytime you can get it done. All right, let's start the games. Who is the first phone area code we're going to try? First phone area code is 301. 301, Washington, D.C. That's like betting zero, zero on the level. I wish I could remember. I'm going to go with Texas. Texas, okay, all right. Can you hear me now? Hey, guys, how's it going? It goes well. Where are you at? Uh, right now, I am uh, just across the line from Ohio into Indiana. And where's 301 area code? Uh, that is Maryland, I believe. Uh, you weren't too far off by D.C. D.C.? See, I, I was psychic or psychotic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, either way. Uh, hey, I, I get called on both. Yep. Yeah. Um, I have got... Uh, a 379 with uh, I replaced one of the drive axle housings the the front one the rear one uh, I believe has got some spindle issues on the driver's side now on the driver's side uh, rear drive the on one of the duels, I am getting a spot about the size of my fist that is just where, it, I mean, it's like wearing out so fast. I mean, it's it's almost, that spot is bald. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's down to where I would replace the tire. Okay, you're breaking up pretty bad, but I think I've heard enough. Let me let me clarify and make sure we got this right. You're driving a 379T, okay. is that correct? Yeah. Okay, and you've got a problem with cupping on the left side rear uh, tires on the rear drive on axle, the, and you've got... On the inside tire. Not on, on the inside outside, tire. Just on the inside tire. It is on the inside of the inside tire next to the frame. Uh, no, it's on the outside of the inside tire. The outside of the inside tire, you've got a cup about the size of your fist. One spot. Yes. It sounds like the tire's not mounted on the rim straight. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's what it sounds that was, like. That, that's, now, that's what I was wondering. Now, it, it's going to be hard to see because you've got to look down between them. You'd almost have to take the outside tire off. And rotate the yeah. tire to where you can see where the cup is. And then there's a mold mark in the tire right next to the rim. And it should stay the same distance away from the rim all the way around. If right by the oh. cup it dips in by the rim, if it dips in there, that's shortening up the sidewall, and that's what's causing the cup. Okay. Now, 
If that's not it, the second possibility is that sometime in the past, something sharp dug into the tire, right into that area, and caused a damage to the tire. And then that loose piece of rubber started wiggling and caused a cup to build up around it. It, That could be a possibility, too, because I remember something in one of my tires, and I pulled it out, but I can't remember what tire it was. But it was on that side. (laughs) Yeah. So either a mismount or damage to the tread of the tire in that area would have caused that. Just one spot, one cup. And especially uh, the damage. The damage would be something that uh, it wouldn't spread much. Yeah, it'll spread out to about the size of your fist. And if you drive it long enough, it'll just keep eating it out. All right. Yeah. Well, I've got... got, uh, they're, they're mismatched drive tires. I did the front axle. uh lived there in Yokohama, 517, the MC2. Mm-hmm. And then the back drive axle is uh, the BF Goodrich. I can't remember the model number, but they're they're pretty high in rolling resistance, and I've just been trying to wear them out. So it's not too entirely bad, but I just didn't want to transfer that problem over to the over to the tires, yeah. you know. Right. It shouldn't hurt any other tires with what's going on. It sounds like it's isolated to that tire. But now that particular wheel position is getting out of balance. And the bigger the cup gets, the bigger the balance problem you're going to have. Yep. Yes. Okay? All right. All right. Good deal. Thank you very much. Thank you. Did Bye. you did you mark something down in no, here? Let me do that. Well, yeah. Yeah, otherwise we wind up going back to him, and he says, why are you calling me back? I don't know. Okay, all right. We got Mark in there. Okay, now we go on to the next episode of As the Wheel Churns, As the Stomach Yearns. What do you got? What's the area code? Uh, We've got the 937 area code. Oh, I know that. Well, good, because there's two of them. There's two 937s? We'll get one right and one wrong. (laughs) I'll get the wrong one out of the way first. Oh, okay, fine. What do you call it? Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go with uh, Texas. Okay, I'm gonna go Minnesota. Minnesota. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. You should know this. You uh, were wrong once before on the area code. It's uh, Dayton, Ohio area. Oh, okay. Uh, we try not to remember what we did five minutes ago. It scares us. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, got a question on the the balance rings. Uh, do you see better luck with the mercury uh, ones or the ones with oil and uh, uh, steel walls? Well, okay, there's there's three different models out there that I've seen. Okay, two that I'm familiar with. One is the Balance Master, which I understand uses yes. liquid mercury inside of it. The next one is the Centromatic, which uses shotgun shot and oil inside of it and then there's a third one i just recently have seen out of canada and i'm not sure what they're using for balance media in it now the only concern i've got is the one with the mercury that's a hazardous material and if it breaks i want to know who does the hazmat cleanup i know i wouldn't want to be doing it now we used to use thermometers with mercury and you know we put them in our mouths you know we just didn't chew on the on the thermometer, yeah. it was all right. So right, but but, but the uh, amount of mercury in that thing has got to be a lot more than what was in the thermometer in your mouth. That and it's uh, when you when you've got the mercury thermometer, which they hardly even use it. Right, those are that. Yeah. Uh, if there is a mess, you don't have you're you're not responsible to hazmat for cleaning that mess up. In your truck uh-huh. on the highway, there is a certain responsibility that you bear. So it, it may be true. just a fi- it may be a facetious concern on my part, but I, I it makes me a little nervous. I've had my bounce masters since uh, nineteen ninety six, and they're still mm-hmm. doing well. So I cool. just wondered if if you take have you taken a bounce master on a front axle or drive axle, put it on the spin balance, and Everything's good, right? The problem with balance masters or centromatics or any of the dynamic systems 
is if you put them on a spin machine, and I've done it, if it spins them up too fast, they don't balance. You have to spin them up slowly and give time for the balance media to move around like it's supposed to. We tried that once on a on-the-truck spin balancer. We had the stuff inside the tire, and we took it from 0 to 60 miles an hour, about 4.6 seconds, and the balance media never moved around and balanced the tire. It shook like a son of a bitch. But then we stopped it, and we spun it up very slowly, like about the amount of time a truck would accelerate, and it worked perfect every time. Okay. Okay. I just kind of like the idea I don't have to pay for balancing. You know, I just buy the balance master, and I'm good for 20 years, you know. so. If you buy one of those devices, you never rebalance again. You put them on the truck. You drive them forever. I think it's fabulous. The stuff inside the tire, it's a little lower cost, but you have to replace it every time you buy a new tire. Yeah. Uh, Do you see a difference in... uh, the factory shock absorbers, the Road King shocks, as far as the life of the tire. Okay, let's talk about the difference between shocks and what I know about them. I know exactly as much as I see when I walk through a trade show and a guy shows it to me. <laughs> I have no experience with how the Road King shock works, how well it works, what its life cycle is, what it does. I've seen factory shocks for years and I know what they do. So until I actually would do a test myself and put it out there, I really can't say good or bad about any of them. But then from our perspective, the shocks normally aren't our problem. Yeah. Whenever we're almost whatever we're talking about with the vibration you've got, the alignment problem, the tire wear problem, it's almost never the shock that was causing it. The shock gets blamed. It gets blamed. Yeah. And the shock will smooth your ride out. and, And it's nice to have a good set of shocks. But as far as endorsing that or any other, I know they're a sponsor for some of the shows. I think they're a sponsor for ours. But <laughs> but I've never tested them, so I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Well, thanks for your time. Not a problem. You have a good day. Yep. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Okay. So that was 937. It was 937? You'll want to read. We write that down. 937. Okay. What's this next one we got? 931. 931. Well, that can't be Ohio, can it? Could, but. 937, 931. 931. Arizona. Tennessee. Okay. All right. Yeah, Tennessee's right a long ways from Arizona, Mike. Yeah? Where are you at? Well, I'm in Ohio right now. 931 is Tennessee, but I'm in Ohio. Tennessee, but you're in Ohio. Okay, well, I got it. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Imagine that. Yeah, truck driver in Ohio. Imagine that. Imagine that. What's up, buddy? Hey, I got a question for you. Super Singles, uh, Michelin X1 uh, DA Energies. Not the new one out, not the plus, but the old, the one before that. I had a set of them, and when it got down to, oh, like 4.30 seconds, 5.30 seconds, the face of the tire, the, the, the actual face of it, the tread started chipping. Started I get chipping? On, uh, yeah. I get on some gravel parking lots a lot because I pull a vault tanker. And, you know, I know that when that tread gets down that low, it's really stiff. But, yeah, it, had, it just had chunks coming out of some tires, real small chunks. Like you would, uh, it, it wasn't deep chunks, but it was, I don't, I never had them do that before. But it did it on that set on a couple of my tires. Two or three pictures in my computer that people have sent me of that same tire doing the same thing when it got down into that last little bit of tread. And, uh, and what I, was weird was the one, the model they had out before that, I'm sure they changed the tire compound. Cause it might've been, a, I think it was the model before that. It was just, uh, I think it was before the energy, but it was, I don't know if it was the same tread style or not, but when they got down to, Oh man, I don't know, like, Six thirty seconds, seven thirty seconds. Them things were like uh, driving on ice. 
when it was wet yeah. out, the compound and the tire changed, and they got it scared the crap out of me a couple of times just driving on a road. They got really slick, and then uh, I noticed this last time uh, they they not they're not slick. They don't get a real slick feeling when they get wore down, but they started chipping. The, the tread started chipping. And that's exactly what happens. The tire engineers hear complaints. They see what happens to them. Then they try to change the rubber compound to a, make it a better traction tire. And sometimes you go a wrong direction, and all of a sudden they start chipping. And when the tire yeah. gets down that far, it has been heated and pressured so many times that it's changed the compound. So I'm okay. not surprised that the is it is the was the problem both of those tires on the rear axle? Uh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Carry more weight, doing more weight. Well, I wouldn't say they were both on the rear rear axle, but they were both on the rear axle. I don't remember but I know I had on one drive. on the Yeah, they were both on drive, yeah. That's that's fine. But when you wear a tire down like that, it's been abused that long, uh, things change, and, and the tire engineers are still fiddling around trying to figure out the right combinations right. to make these wear in our environment. Okay. I just wondered okay. if I had an issue or something because I've never seen nothing like it before. So. Yep. Well, we've seen a few that of them. i got some good. pictures. All right. You have a good All day. Right. Thanks, Mike. You too. Bye. You got one right. Cool. Yeah. How did you do yeah. that? I'm going to get two right. You're going to get two right? Right. Okay. So this one's right. 937. Make, make a note there. Okay. Okay. 937? This is for the 937. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna bet um, uh, Utah. Well, I'm going to go with Ohio. Ohio. Boy, where'd you get that from? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure. you're right. It was Ohio. You just took another Ohio, like the call go. <laughs> He's got a better memory than I do. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a tire wear question for you, and don't get me wrong, I'm not familiar with you know all the tire turns, but it's uh, wearing really weird. It's on the uh, right rear inside tire. It's a closed tread, and um, I wouldn't really say it's cupping, but kind of you know probably the proper term, but it's like a valley on about a quarter bit of the tread, the third uh, closest inside. Uh, you know, lug area. And okay, I don't know it's, why it's, it's wearing like that. It's only that tire. Is it the rib right next to the frame? Uh, yeah, it's the one right next to the frame. Okay, and and so you're getting getting a wear, a rapid wear right next to the frame on the inside edge of the inside tire. Yeah, in the tread, right next to the closed shoulder of the Right tire. next to the shoulder. Okay, all right. Yeah. And do you remember what model of tire it is? Uh, it's a recap. I'm meaning to get new tires. It's a recap. I was wondering if it might have been uh, something wrong with the suspension. Or... It's only that one tire, but it's not happening on any other tire on the axles at all. Okay. The, the first thing we suspect when we see inside edge wear on the inside tire is either a loose wheel bearing or axle flex. It can okay. happen on just, you can have just one wheel bearing loose. It could conceivably just be a wheel bearing. But recaps don't tend to give us that much inside edge wear. It's usually on original tread where the tread is deeper and softer. We get more flex and we see more of it. Yeah, you, I know, would you got still, three rows of tread there. It's that, that one inside row. Yeah, I would still check the bearing. And you would check okay. the bearing... And, and we've got a video on our website that you can look at that shows how we check bearings and what we're worried about. And I would check the bearing in four different spots. I'd rotate the tire to four different spots and check it because the bearing can be loose in just one part of the rotation. And if it is, then you may have to take it apart and see what's wrong inside there. Okay? Okay. If it's not right. a bearing, then I'm going to be looking at the tire because maybe somebody, when he ground that casing down, took too much out of one part of it and put it together, and the tire's not actually round. Possible. Yeah, I was looking at getting a whole new set of tires soon anyways. I just wanted to, you know, bounce that question off you and, you know, yeah. Well, before I would change it, I would check the bearings because I don't want to put a new tire on there and do the same thing to it. Right. Yeah, I understand that, yeah. Okay? Yep, thank you. Have a Colin. great day. Bye-bye. So that was the nine. You got two right tonight. In a row. 
you're hitting them. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're gonna we're gonna take another guess. Yeah, we got the the eight four three area code. Eight four three. Now I'm sure about this one. I think I got this one definitely right. It's the Dominican Republic. <laughs> we get a lot of calls from the Dominican Republic. A lot of truckers down there. Of course. Okay. Lots well, of truckers down there. North Carolina. You're gonna go to North Carolina. Okay. All right. Hello. Hello there. Yes, uh, this is Tony. I'm actually in South Carolina. South Carolina. I was in Carolina. He got the Carolinas. He gets half a point. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason I'm calling is um, I'm in sort of um, uh, a specialized haul. I haul timber for a living. And I'm looking at purchasing my own truck. And I just wanted to know what would be a good tire to put on a truck to haul timber for? Round tires. <laughs> you know, I, you might have something to that's, something that's tough but fuel efficient. How, how far do you travel this way? Uh, well, it depends on the load. Uh, sometimes it's uh, maybe eighty miles round trip. Sometimes it may be as much as um, I don't know, three hundred miles round trip. It just depends on where the wood has to go. But it's always right, in South you- Carolina. Are you on hard face most of the time, or are you on dirt and gravel most of the time? I'm on asphalt most of the time. It's like maybe a mile to maybe five miles to get into the woods to get the to get the timber, and then you're back on main highways, you know, or back highways. Okay. the 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 only real concern I got is most rolling resistance tires are not real good off road. They get chipped, they get chunked, they get damaged real easy. So it may be more important to have a durable tire than a low-rolling resistance tire in that application. Maybe a Duracell tire? Ah, a Duracell tire. Or buy your tires and put tire liner in it. It's another product, the liquid product you can put in the tire, that automatically plugs leaks up to a quarter inch in size. And would that also kind of balance? It does balance. You said tire liner? Tire liner, T-I-R-E. L Y N A. You can look it up online, and okay. maybe find okay. somebody. Cl- it's it's really the test we've seen on it. It really works neat. It balances the tires, seals up the leaks. You don't have to worry about them. Anybody's going off into the woods. I mean, you can shove a stick through that thing in a heartbeat. It can happen. That's the truth. <laughs> so, in your condition, I, I hate to say it, but I'd be more interested in a durable tire than a low rolling resistance tire. Right. Okay. So, all righty? Oh, all right. Thank you for your help. Have a great day. Thank you. you got to make a mark on that. Yes, you got to make a mark on that. Otherwise, we'll be calling him again, and he won't have a question for us. Okay, we all right? Yeah, we're good. We're good? All okay. Right. Well, that was, uh, yes, so that was a uh, half. Two and a half. Yeah, you got a half on it. And that, and that question is a legitimate question. Do you want low rolling resistance? Do you want durability? If he's going five miles off into the sticks, and they're going 80 miles round trip on hard face and then back into the sticks, the fuel savings he gets on a low rolling resistance tire could get completely wiped out by flats. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was my concern. So I was thinking if, if, whether he uses tire liner or he can... Get his Goodyear up to sell him the Duracell. The, the Duracell's a good one. I, I like it a lot, but the tire liner means that he could use it in anything. True. And tire liner doesn't cause chamber fires. True. It rinses out with a garden hose. Yep. It's not that sticky, slimy stuff we've seen around before. I'm, I'm kind of impressed with it. Good. All right. So what's our next area code? Okay. Uh, our next area code here is 509. 509. Yep. Wasn't there a car 509 on that TV show? No, you're too young to remember that. It was a yeah, cop car. Okay, 509. Hmm. Hmm. Kentucky. Minnesota. All right. Let's see. Hello there. You're both You're both wrong. Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington? Spokane? Yeah. Um, actually, my phone number is out of Spokane, but I actually live north of Spokane. Ah, okay. All right. Cool. Well, it's good to talk to you. What uh, you got? Um, let me first tell you a little bit about my application. We, we run empty about 20% of the time. 
Uh, and then about 60% of the time we're light, like less than 20,000 pounds on an open deck. And then the rest of the time we're loaded pretty heavy. Okay. What is your recommended tire rotation program in that type of an operation? Well, the tire rotation program really doesn't change for that kind of a program. What I do is I try to measure the depth of the tread on the two steer tires. And they won't wear evenly, both of them exactly the same. So when I am 230 seconds more worn on one front tire than the other, I'll rotate the two steer tires, rims and all, just switch them around. As far as the drive tires go, normally the rear drive axle wears 25% faster than the front drive axle. So again, I measure the tread depth. And when the rear drive axle is 430 seconds more worn than the front drive, I will X rotate the drive tires. So I'm wearing about a set instead of having four tires have to replace then the other four. And when you do that, then you got tall tires with short tires and it just messes up all kinds of stuff. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank you very much. Not a problem. Is that all you have? That's all I had. Well, you have a good day and drive safe. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Except we guessed the wrong side of the country. That's true. Should well, we try another one? Uh, we're going to try another one. We're going to try another one? We're going to try uh, the 303 area code. 303. 303. 303. I'm going to say Virginia. California. California. What do we got? Uh, you need to think mile high. Colorado. Yeah. Son of a gun. Now, is, is Hi, mile buddy. high the is is mile high the same as drug high? Uh, can be. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> In Colorado, it certainly can be. It certainly can be. Okay. How you doing, cool. my friend? I'm doing good. Yourself? Um, well, you had a question earlier about about the the centromatic wheel balancers and the different types that are out there. When I put my wide singles on, uh, I put the bead type balancing uh, substance inside the tires. So I wanted to get mm-hmm. your, first of all, your opinion on th- those products. And I use the most popular one. I can't think of the name of it right now. And then the other question that I had was because of the cupping problem on my wide singles that you and I have talked about, when I go to change tires again, I'm going to go back to duels and I still have my old Centromatics. Um, I just wanted to know if you had any uh, knowledge of whether or not they should still be good or would I need to replace those when I go back to duels. Okay, now the the Centromatics you bought before were for duels, right? They weren't for super singles. Correct, yeah. I had I have okay. 24.5 low pro Centromatics on there, and that's what I'll be going to when I take my wide singles off. So, But I still have those Centromatics. What I would do is I'd pick that Centromatic up and I'd slide it onto a piece of pipe through the middle of it, and then I'd spin it and make sure that you could hear all that stuff rattling around in it. If it's rattling around, I'd go ahead and use it, okay? If that stuff is lumped up and it won't spin and rattle like you normally expect to hear them, then I wouldn't put it on the truck. But there's no reason to believe it isn't working. I would just check it just because you can. Um, As far as the bead products inside the tire, I like those too. They work. I've seen a lot of good results out of them. But if I owned Centromatics, I'd put them right back on the truck. Yep. Right, yeah. Like, I can't put the Centromatics on because they're not the wide single Centromatics. No, no. I mean, when you switch back to the duels. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that was what the plan was, yeah. Yeah, right. if I that's had those, I was sure. No problem. You have yourself a great day, and you drive safe. Yep. Always do. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We We missed that guy by a mile, didn't we? What's that? 303. Yeah, I was in California, and you were in uh, Kentucky, I think. Well, you were closer than I was, I think. All right. What do we got here? Mentally, I was closer. Distance. Mentally? Between Colorado and Kentucky. It's much greater than the distance between Colorado. I'll take your word on it. <laughs> it's only it's only an inch on the map. What's this area code? This one is uh, 218. 218. I think it's Indiana. You think it's Indiana? I 
Thanks. I'm going to say Illinois. Okay. All wow. Right. We're right next to each other. We'll try that. Hello well, there. Minnesota. Minnesota? <laughs> yep. <laughs> calling from Des Moines. You're calling from Des Moines? You're I'm rolling through Des Moines right now. Uh, shoot, you got to come by the studio here. We'll talk here. Yeah, been, <laughs> could have been easier. What you got? Um, I've heard a lot about rollout gauges where you put the gauge on the wheel and you spin it with that. Any idea how much those are? Where's a good place to purchase them? Wait a minute, wait a minute. You were breaking up. I was having a hard time figuring out what you were talking about. Do that again. A rollout gauge? Uh, to make sure your tire isn't round. Oh, a run-out gauge. A rolling run-out run gauge. gauge. Yes, yeah. yes, there we go. Well, I've seen those. Oh, you can probably buy one for 50 bucks. But okay. in all the years I've been doing this, I've never bought one. So I don't know why you would buy one. Uh, this thought it'd be what I heard on from Kevin. It's one thing you should have to make sure everything's still in round, because I've had a couple tires that were rims and tires that have been out around on my truck, so. Okay, all right. Um, all right, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, you want to buy one, use one, that's fine. Um, the question I have is, how did the tire get out around? The tires I have... tend, They tend to get out around for three reasons. One reason would be if it was not mounted straight on the rim, or if the rim was not mounted centered on the hub, okay? Okay. The second reason is if there's feathered wear on the tire, the tire will slide and skip and slide and skip, and it'll wear itself out around. So you should be able to feel the feathered wear, okay? okay. The third reason is you back up the front of the truck and you spin the front tire, and it goes around slowly and you feel it, it tries to stop, and then you push it past that resistance, it goes halfway around again. That means the brake shoe is rubbing against the drum every half a turn, and that'll wear the tie rod around. So a runout gauge isn't necessary to find the last two, is it? No. Yeah. I've actually had a rim be out around. Yes. I ran it on a uh, balancer, and I could see it dipping up and down, but it was on on with, uh, with centering bolts. So I knew it was, you know, mounted right on there, but it wasn't, the rim was bouncing up and down. So Yeah, and, and if I jacked the tire up, and now we're talking about the steer axle now, if I jacked the tire up and I spun the tire, I can stand and look at the rim and see the rim moving. Right. And I don't need a runout gauge to see that. Of course, maybe it's because I got an educated eye. Wait a minute, no, I'm old. Anyway. If you want to run out gauge, yes, there's a company called Myers Tire Supply, M-Y-E-R-S. You can find them online. I'm sure they've got run out gauges on there. You can buy one of those, and you can be able to check your stuff. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Not a Thank problem, you. buddy. You have a good day. Okay. We missed him completely. We guessed Minnesota once today. Does that count? Yeah, it should. It should. We should get credit for that. All right. We got another question or comment here. Uh, yeah, Where's he at? Where's he more. at? This one's 720. 720. 720. 720. Florida. I, it's over there. 729. 729. That's right. Well, then, I'm going to go with uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. All right. Are you there? How about Colorado. Colorado? Yeah. But the other guy said 303 was Colorado. They can't have two area codes. <laughs> Not authorized. Yeah, what do you got? All right, I talked to you uh, uh, last week about a um, the inside dual twin ball uh-huh. and the other tires. Not, and you said it was the uh, loose bearings. My, well, you're my up question good. to you. Okay. I talked to you last week about a. I talked to you last week about a tire, um, uh-huh. that was that was wearing out really fast. It was the inside, uh, the inside dual. Inside yeah. dual. Yes, yes. And you said it was a uh, bearing, loose bearing. 
Suzuki if it was inside edge, inside tire. Yeah. Right, right. That's what it is. Now, um, but there was a piece I didn't hear. You said it, it's not necessarily that bearing. It could be the opposite side. Is that what you said? Sometimes, it's, sometimes it can be on the opposite side of the same axle because the two okay. tires on one side and the two tires on the other side work against each other. I have occasionally seen where it was actually on the other side of the axle. Yeah, okay, one side all right. Nice and tight. You even check it, pull it apart. It's nice and tight. But the other side is loose, and the wear is on the tight side. Yeah, we've seen it. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was correct with that. All yeah, right. It's not very often we see it, but it does happen. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Have a good day. Appreciate your help. Mm-hmm. Colorado with two phone area codes. Yeah, that's not I, fair. I, think that's right. I think everybody should have one phone area code per state. Make it easier for us to guess. <laughs> Yeah, we can figure it out easier. Right. All okay. Right. Well, then we've got another one here. This one's the 330. I almost said 303 again. But now this is the 330. That's Ohio. Area code. What's that? That's Ohio. That's Ohio. That's Ohio. I'm All sure. Right. Hello. 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 Is this Ohio? It is, but I'm actually calling from El Paso, Texas. Now, don't confuse us. <laughs> it is Ohio. It's Akron, Ohio, actually. Now, you're not south of the border, are you? No, no, I'm right there about two miles from it, though, at that Petro truck stop on 10. Has I been there? Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, here's my question. Um, okay. What- I've been talking. Hopefully, you can answer it. It's about uh, it's about the show. So, uh, I've, got a, uh, I've got a shock in the front on the driver's side that rattles when I drive mm. down the road. Now, mm-hmm. it's loose down there at uh, at the bottom bolt, and I don't know uh, whether or not that shock needs replaced or whether or not I can just tighten it down. Uh, and the follow-up question to that would be, uh, how do I know when to replace the shocks? Unless, you know. Okay. Okay. If they're broken, they need to be replaced. If they're leaking fluid, they need to be replaced. And if they no longer have any resistance when you push them up and down, they need to be replaced. Now, if the rubber bushings are gone, if you can replace the bushings, you could just put new bushings in and go ahead and run it if the shock is good. But I don't know where you buy the bushings separate from the shock because they all come in a kit. Now, if that was my truck and it's loose, I would probably just take the shock loose at the bottom where it's loose already and try to lift it up and down. And if it's if there's no resistance in it, I just buy two new shocks and put them on and be done with it. I got you. Yep. Okay. I think that's it. Uh, awesome, buddy. Appreciate you taking my call. You bet. Don't go too far south. You'll be good. Don't All go right, any buddy. further Bye-bye. south. Bye. Right. Okay. Clicking okay. it, clicking and clicking. And what do we got here? Got two more questions. This yeah. one's the 509 area code. 509. Uh, let me get up my Ouija board and my crystal ball, and I'm going to say Kentucky. I'm going with Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. All right. All right. We'll give it a try. Hello there. How are you guys doing today? We're having Pretty fun. Good. How about you? Oh, hanging in there. You guys are way off. I'm up here in Washington State. Washington State. Another Washington State. Is, is it Western or Eastern Washington State? Eastern Washington, oh. yep. We did have a 509 today. Boy, we got to remember more than four minutes in the past, yeah. otherwise we'll forget all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, I had a question. I put a, I put a drop box on my truck, and uh, uh-huh. we thought we lined it all up, but it's just eating the inside of the tire, just the middle of the tire on one one of the tire, the driver's side. The middle of the tire. Now, is this a yeah. five-rib steer tire? Yes. Okay. And if you count the ribs from the outside to the inside, one, two, three, four, five, are you saying rib number three is the one that's wearing? Oh, rib number one. Rib number one, the very first outside yeah, or the very, very first inside rib? The very first inside is this a steerable drop axle or a stationary drop? No, steerable. 
steerable. Okay, all right. Then, first of all, we need to check the wheel bearings and make sure they're okay. The second question is, if you put your hand on top of that tire and slide your hand back and forth across it, is it sharp going one way and smooth going the other way, or does it feel the same in both directions? No, it's kind of sharp when you're, you're coming back. It's smooth you going can feel one it. way, but you can feel kind of the edges. Okay. I think the toe is wrong on this axle. Now, is the other tire on the same axle showing the same pattern, or is it only on the one tire? Just only on that one tire. Okay. The toe is wrong on the axle, so you need to get somebody to measure that and set the toe. It should be about one sixteenth toed in. Now, do you want to try and measure this yourself, or do you want to have somebody else do it? No, I could probably do it. It just... Okay. Yeah, I just... And what you need... You need... You need to drive the truck up straight someplace with the weight on the ground, okay, with that axle down, so you got all the scrub in it. Then you want to take two small pieces of duct tape and put them on the back of the tread of the tire, low enough that you can run a tape measure across without hitting anything. Then I want you to make two little ink marks on the duct tape and have somebody hold the tape measure on one piece of duct tape and you measure to the other, and let's say it's 92 inches, just to pull a number out of our ear. Then I want you to drive the truck forward until those two pieces of duct tape show up in front. And I want you to measure it again. The front measurement should be a 16th to maybe an eighth of an inch shorter than the back measurement was. So it would be kind okay? of pointing towards the side then, huh? You want them towed in just a hair, Okay. 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 I suspect since it's wearing on the inside edge, it's going to be wearing, it's going to be towed out. And you need to change the tie rod, adjust the toe to get it straight. Okay? Okay. Appreciate your help. You have a great day and drive safe. All right. Goodbye. Right. Thank you, sir. Eastern Washington, did he say? Yeah, two Eastern Washington. Oh, our memory's getting bad. We have to remember this stuff. Uh, I, you know, I don't think they were the same area. Don't think so? What was it, 209? I don't remember. What was this one? This one was 509. Oh, I, actually, no. The other one was 509 also. Right See, there was right two there. of them. There it is right yeah. there. You know, I could have, if I would have just looked up, I would have. You're the one with the computer, so it's your I, fault. It's right here. What can I say? All yeah. right. We've got one more question. Yeah, there it? is one more question. It's the 254 area code. 254, car 54. Oh, it was car 54. Where are you? That was the TV program. 254. Hmm. Your guess? Uh, uh, Arkansas. Nebraska. Okay. Are you there? Uh, yes, sir, oh, I where am. Where are you? Pardon uh, me? Well, I'm calling Sylvania, but the number's from Texas. Texas. <laughs> we finally got a Texas. Yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. What can we do for you? I've actually got two quick questions. Uh, one is on rolling resistance. Uh, I'm looking at trying to change my tires out from the, the ones I have now. And everyone swears by if you every 10 points you lose in rolling resistance, you gain a tenth of a mile per gallon. And so I'm wondering how accurate that math really would be to change the tires, because that would tell me I would gain seven-tenths of a mile per gallon by changing out my drive tires on my truck. Um, I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. <laughs> well, yeah, rolling resistance unfortunately isn't our area the, yeah the, okay even okay how they come up with their numbers apparently is different by manufacturer yeah so it, the the truth behind it is really difficult we we try not to get involved in fuel mileage at all because for one thing alignment doesn't save you fuel Okay, so, or it saves you so it saves you so little we can't measure it. So we spend our time on why tires were funny, why trucks handle funny, how to fix that, and we let Kevin Rutherford and his people talk about fuel economy. Fuel economy right now, uh, right. fuel leaf, uh, the rolling resistance tires are very important to us because the, they have changed the way the tires are built, and it's really affecting our tire life. But uh, other than that, so you can almost say that if you have a high, a better rolling resistance tire you're probably going to have a lower tire life. Yes, that's a basic okay. rule. Right. All right, what is your okay. other question? My other one is actually on tire wear that you might be able to help me with. 
uh, on my trailer, on it's on the uh, passenger side, the front tandem on the inside. It's a Bridgestone R19S, and the tire is wearing crossways from the inside to the outside, and yeah. many spots all the way around the tire. Started off as cupping on the shoulder of the tire. Now it's eating its way out into a diagonal wipe about the width of your hand, right? Uh, no, it's all the way across the tire. Yeah, but the cups themselves are about the width of but, your hand. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, that would be about the width of my hand. Yeah, and then they might be 8 or 10 inches apart, and then there'll be another one and then another one, right? Yes. Okay. Most probably the wheel bearings are loose. That's the first probable okay. thing. You, If you have a jack, you can simply jack up that side of the axle, make sure the brakes are released, grab the top of the tire with your hands, and just push it in and haul it as hard as you can, and if it goes clunk, clunk, the bearing's loose. Okay, okay, so it would be the bearings. Right. Now, it was only in that one wheel position on your trailer, right? Just that one wheel, yes, sir. And it's very easy to have one wheel bearing loose. Now, if the other ones were all doing it, too, I'd not only say you have a bearing possibly loose, you also probably had a Hendrickson axle, and the axle's flexing. But since you're only claiming one position, I'd go after the wheel bearing. Just the wheel bearing. Okay, yeah, and it's just that one inside tire from those two duels that are doing it. So yeah. that wouldn't the wheel bearing being bad or going bad wouldn't cause the outside to wear the same way? Yeah, the outside doesn't do anything. It'll start on the inside edge of the inside tire and work its way out. Okay, so eventually it'll start, if it's the wheel bearing, it'll start doing the same thing to the outside tire also. Eventually, yes. Eventually. It depends on how loose it is, because it may not be loose enough that you wouldn't take the tires off before it showed up on the outside. Okay. 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 I'll have to to check that out. I appreciate y'all's help. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Okay, all right. He was Texas. Yes. What was that area code? Uh, two five four. I'll remember that for four minutes <laughs> or less. <laughs> or less. <laughs> All right, we got another question here. One more here, and it's nine three one, and I think we actually nine three one. Nine three one. And where do you think it was? Nine three one, and then nine three seven. So this is either that same caller again or someone. From and there. what area? Where was he from in nine three one? That was more than four minutes ago. I it was more than four minutes. I'm going to go to Nevada because <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Vegas. <laughs> we didn't get any calls from Nevada. Oh, too bad. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I, I <laughs> go ahead. Let's see where he's from. Right. Hello there. <laughs> yep. I, I, I can't. I can't listen to that. I'm sorry. That was worse than my grandchildren screaming in the living room. <laughs> We've got about uh, seven minutes left here. We have run out of calls. If anybody has a question, you can push one on your uh, keyboard, and we'll. There's somebody popped up. Let's let's see what they got here. We're gonna know this one. Yeah. Seven six zero. Seven. Oh, that's Southern California. SoCal. SoCal. Hello there, SoCal. <laughs> SoCal's right. That's uh, Julian, California. Julian. I went to high school in Julian, California. Yep, and you've got two area codes here, 760 and 442. They're overlaying on the same spot. I got a question about about bearings. Okay. Uh, I bought a – I know this doesn't pertain. It's more automotive, but do the automotive bearings adjust to the same clearances as your uh, uh, heavy truck bearings? Yes, one to five thousands. Okay, because I bought a F three hundred and fifty seventy eight out of Julian High School, mm-hmm. and uh, it had three eighths of clear. It had three eighths of an inch clearance on the on the front wheel bearings. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the, uh, the 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 shop class up there was teaching. So I was wondering because I I got them in the three thousands and I left it there and I figured I would call you and double check. To make sure that truck there was a 1978 right yep okay i think i set the bearings on that truck when i was there 
set bearings on this Trex? They're in 78. I, I recognize it. <laughs> well, there's a 63 that was sitting there, too. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah, there was a 63 that was dead. Well, I wasn't going to admit it, but I graduated from Julian Union High School in 1966. Okay, 66. Okay, yeah, because um, that truck was probably there. You've probably seen that 63, the 78. Uh, they bought it from Warner Springs in 1990. Well, when I graduated from there, there was 13 of us in the graduating class. <laughs> oh, that's not much, much less than what it is now. It's only about 50. Right, right, yeah. There's, there isn't much flat land up there to build any houses on, so there's not many people. Nope. Uh, well, it's building up out here. It is building up. All right. Very good. Well, thank you for calling, sir, and you have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Cool. Cool. We get, we have five minutes. we got a couple more calls. Let's see what, 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 what. I want to get this one right also. You do? I'm pretty sure. You're pretty sure? I'm pretty sure. You can think you can guess it? Yeah, I think this is, this is the 414 area code, and I'm pretty sure that it's in Wisconsin. Okay, you go Wisconsin. I'm going to go Ohio. All right. Uh, Wisconsin is right. Wisconsin's right. The kid got three today. Milwaukee. Or four count the 760. Yeah. Okay. What can we do for you? My question is, you know, you're talking about loose bearings. Uh, What are the symptoms of having it over-tightened bearing? The symptoms? The symptoms of having it over-tightened is within the first 200 miles, the wheel falls off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you look, now, you know, you... Uh, I've been shooting it with, uh, uh, like, one, one of those heat guns and stuff. And uh-huh. if I shoot the axle, it's about 15 mm-hmm. to 20 degrees more than the outside temperature. If I mm-hmm. hit... Uh, uh, like where the bearing would be, uh, I'm almost 40 degrees higher. Is that yeah. within tolerance? Uh, the, the bearing normally runs, when it's operating properly and being lubricated properly, it runs somewhere around 260 degrees. Okay? And then the fluid, the liquid fluid flowing around the bearing, takes the heat and transfers it to the hub, and the hub radiates it away. That's one of the reasons I per, per a liquid bearing lube as opposed to the packed grease because the grease doesn't transfer heat nearly as well and the bearing gets hotter. All right? So having a warm bearing doesn't bother me. Now, if you looked at a bearing chart that shows the end play available compared to the life of the bearing, an extremely loose bearing won't have very much life. And as it gets tighter and tighter and tighter, the life gets better and better and better. And when you get to about 3,000 cent play to zero, the bearing life is at 100%. When you get to 3,000 preload, it's still at 100%. But at about 5,000 preload, the life of the bearing falls off like it like went off of a cliff. So it doesn't gradually get worse and worse. It catastrophically fails when it's too tight. So okay. if the bearing's too tight, it will not go 200 miles. It'll just fail. And uh, okay. as far as we're concerned, what is one test, of, other than the fact that you've actually driven it, or not too tight? You just spin right. it. Just spin it. And if it spins a good turn and a half. Turn and a half, it's not too tight. It's not too tight. Okay. And a loose okay. bearing will spin. Yeah. All righty, buddy. You All have right. a good day. Uh, you too. Thank you. All right. What do we got here? Uh, we got two more in I noticed. Uh, like we 30 seconds to get them. 30 seconds. Let's uh, see how many we can do. The 662 area. Code. 662, Ohio. Ohio, uh, Indiana. Indiana, okay. Hello there. Mississippi. Pardon? Hello? Mississippi. Yes, we're here. <laughs> okay. I got a question for you. I got a, a Kenworth W900 95 model. It's got a 328 wheelbase, and I got huh? a, vibe, uh, a shake. And I'm pretty sure it's coming from the rear end between 20 and 25 to 35 miles per hour. Then it kind of goes away, and then up between, depending on the load, 60 to it does it again, and it, it shakes really bad. What would that probably be okay. a, a hub or what? 
it could be a hub, could be a pinion angles, could be a carrier bearing. It does not sound like wheel bearings to me. It, okay. it sounds like if I was running that truck, I would take it in and put it up on jack stands where the uh-huh. U-bolts are and run it up uh-huh. to speed on jack stands and see if I could see anything particular there. Okay. Well, I'm, I got an appointment with Pittsburgh Power on Wednesday to do uh, one of your alignments. Uh, Good. And I told them about this shake, and they, they felt like they could probably find it. But I just kind of wanted to get your insight on it before I got there to see what you thought about it. Yeah, I think it. they probably can. They're they're really good at that driveline stuff. I'd, I'd let them have at it. Good. Okay. Thank you so much, Mike. All right. You bet. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. One more. One more. All right. Well, this one is that 931 area code again, but I think it's an even other number. So, 931. Yeah. What did we decide that was? We forgot. We forgot. <laughs> um, right oh, off. Hello. hello there. Hey. Where yeah. are we Damn it. Hello. <laughs> are you there? It don't take much, does it? You're breaking up a little bit. We can hear you, though. I don't know. He might not be talking to us either. Woo. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Are you there? All right. Well, that was worth a try. Yeah, I think he's actually talking to somebody else. We're past our time. You now, folks so. have yourselves a great day. We appreciate the heck out of you calling. We've had a lot of good callers, a lot of good information. We can't find our ass with both hands when it comes to area codes, but we're doing pretty good otherwise. All right. Yeah, next week. For everybody calling in and uh, listen, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Next week we'll be talking about mounting, tire mounting and wheel mounting. Okay. Bye, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.